Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. For the most part, I have planned to use the money for purchasing inventory. Um, I started the business completely with my own funds. And I, this is like really helping me to be able to purchase my inventory and also with marketing and equipment, I needed a new computer. And I also had got a new, a new camera for taking professional photos of my products and models that were in my products. And that is just one of the entrepreneurs we'll be talking with today. We'll be speaking with budding entrepreneurs Jennifer Rhodes and Bruno Devanzo about their experiences competing in the annual New Venture competition, as well as with Colleen Wonderlick, its organizer. This is a competition that awards financial prizes as well as lots of great advice and other help to visually impaired entrepreneurs who are trying to get their new or growing business to the next level. But first for our tip of the week. This week's tip comes from Colleen Wonderlick, who's been organizing the New Venture competition since its inception six years ago. My tip is that you should never give up. If one idea doesn't work, perhaps it can work if you frame it differently or you need to explore another idea. And this is what I love about this competition. The people who apply to start their own business, who work with us, they represent everything about a person who doesn't give up, who believes in themselves, takes a chance on themselves, is determined to be self-reliant, to be a contributor, a creator, and not see themselves as a victim, and uh, are just determined to make a contribution to their community, to society, and to find any way possible that they can do it. And it's just so inspiring to me. They just have a do-it-now attitude. And I think that's true of many successful businesses. You'll see that it takes a lot of persistence from the founders, determination, and they may fail, but they pick themselves back up again, and they know there's always a second chance, and they just keep driving forward until the company succeeds. Support for Eyes on Success is provided by APHConnectCenter.org, empowering people toward independence and success by providing blogs, information, and resources for individuals of all ages who are blind or visually impaired. Information and referral line are at 1-800-232-5463. You are listening to Eyes on Success. 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 Let's start by meeting Colleen, Jennifer, and Bruno. My name is Colleen Wonderlich, and I'm Vice President of Partnerships at the Chicago Lighthouse for People Who Are Blind or Visually Impaired. I am also running the Forsyth Entrepreneurial Center. It used to be called the Forsyth Center for Entrepreneurship when it existed at Hadley, but we have transitioned the program to the Chicago Lighthouse so that the program could grow in a different direction and reestablish itself with some new goals and priorities. 
So that means you also moved from many years at Hadley over to the Lighthouse. That's right. I've run the program for nine years at Hadley, and I've moved as well as my teammates, um, Larry Muffet, who is our business instructor, and those who entered the competition will recognize Larry's name because he helps our contestants prepare their business plans, and also Scott Cass, who is the instructor for the Business Enterprise Program Licensee Training. That's our online training program for people who wish to become entrepreneurs under the Randolph Shepard program. And we have two of this year's winners, as I said. One of them is Jennifer. You want to introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little about yourself? My name is Jennifer Rhodes. I am from New York City, and I am the owner of Ivory Beauty as a um, beauty uh, brand. I have albinism, and I was born legally blind. And we also have Bruno, who is another one of this year's winners. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and introduce yourself, Bruno? Sure. My name is Bruno DeVanzo. I'm from Dearborn, Michigan. Um, I run an online fish and tackle store called Bronco Fish and Tackle. Uh, We sell sport fishing equipment, and I've been uh, doing this since 2003. And you are also blind? Totally blind. And Colleen... That's one of the requirements for competing in the new venture competition, correct? Yes, you have to have a visual impairment. Support for Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Find out more about partnership opportunities by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is the new venture competition and what it means to its director as well as to last year's winners. Well, Colleen, in just a moment, we'll be talking with the two winners from last year's new venture competition. But for those listeners who aren't familiar with the competition, can you tell us a little bit about what the competition was about when you were running it at Hadley? Yes. So I started the new venture competition in 2016 to create an opportunity for people who are blind or visually impaired to start their own business. So when I was running the program at Hadley, I noticed that we had people taking our business planning courses that had some great ideas for products and services that they wanted to start. But in some cases, they weren't actually starting them because they didn't have the financial means to start the venture. And they would tell me that when they approached Uh, small business development centers and such that they weren't always taken seriously because of their visual impairment. It wasn't always the case, but sometimes they felt that their disability was front and center instead of their business idea. So I thought, well, let's start a competition where we ask our students to submit a business plan with their ideas. And it will be only for people who are blind or visually impaired. So That won't be a factor because you'll have to have a visual impairment to qualify. So I thought, well, let's start the competition and we can be all about product and service ideas. And that's exactly what we did. Um, The first year in 2016, we had three winners. And in total, we've awarded over $150,000 to nine entrepreneurs, seven of whom are still in business today which is a pretty good run rate if you think about it. 
um, considering that only 5% of businesses succeed uh, over a five-year period. So I feel really proud of our winners for their successes and for their fortitude and their creativity to submit a business plan and, and put themselves out there and, and win the award and carry out their plan. And it's a great opportunity for people to either start a business or get their existing business to the next level. The other neat thing about the program is even if people don't win, they get a lot of coaching through the process, don't they, in terms of how they can make their company more successful? Yeah, thank you for mentioning that. That is the number one feedback that we get from contestants who don't win. The number one thing that they express is, I'm so grateful for the feedback I got. Uh, I've learned so much. I know what I have to do. And as you know, Bruno is a returning contestant. He actually withdrew from the competition the first time. And the judges were so disappointed because they really liked his plan. But he said, I am going to take the judges' feedback. I'm going to put it into practice in my business. And I'm going to reapply. And they really were let down by that. And they said, well, I, I hope he reapplies. He's got a great idea. And there he came back a couple of years later. So I think that his story is a testament to how helpful the preparation and the studying and the analysis of the business concept is in carrying it forward. And so at least people come away with action items. Well, and even before people enter the competition, we've done a couple of previous episodes about this competition because we think it's so unique and and so valuable for the participants um, that in order to enter the competition, you have to have taken some of the classes that were offered by the Foresight Center. So you had to actually know a little bit about what you were doing in the business world in order to enter the competition. And then during the competition, you get all this great feedback from the judges that you've been talking about. That's exactly right. We only offered it to our students, the people who studied with us, because we wanted them to get the benefit of streamlining their business idea. And we wanted them to get actionable items that they could bring into their business. So, and we wanted to know the businesses that we were investing in. We wanted to know the owners and because we, we see them as long-term partners of the Foresight Center and not necessarily if, if they want to support us, we certainly welcome that. But when I say long-time partners, I mean that we, we want to be there for them if they need advice or any sort of consultation and that even goes for our contestants who don't win. We still want them to work with us. We want to be there for them in any way that we can. So all around, it's a positive experience. And I, I have to tell you, I think I've learned more from our entrepreneurs than they've learned potentially from the center because just the, the characteristics that entrepreneurs possess it, it really inspires me. And these are people who won't be told no. They won't take no for an answer. They are bound and determined to find a way to put their gifts out into the world, to solve a problem, 
to create a, a solution uh, to, to better someone's life. Um, they're, they're bound and determined to make a difference and make a little money at making a difference. And that's okay. I, I think business is a very noble cause. It's a very noble endeavor in our society because when you own a business, you employ people, you are contributing to the tax base, and you can even, you're solving problems, you're putting your gifts out into the world, and you can even support charities. Well, let's get started by talking with Bruno about what his experience was with the new venture competition. Bruno, maybe you can tell us a little bit about what your business was and what prompted you to get involved in the competition. I sell fishing lures and artificial fishing baits, like soft plastic uh, worms with hooks in them, uh, these little gulp alive, they call them. They're middle, little minnows, little fish that they use for bait, artificial minnows or uh, shrimp, artificial shrimp, and then also for smaller, like mullets, where another fish for saltwater. And I started selling all that, and then boom, it just took off. So when you say it took off, you're talking about sales increasing a bunch. Yeah, I went from $50,000 a year in annual sales in 19 to $96,811 in 2020. Congratulations. How did you get involved in the new venture competition? Well, my business, you know, was chugging along, but I got involved with the business uh, venture capital competition. Actually, it was kind of a uh, by accident, you know, I've been a member of Hadley for a long time, and I check in and out, and I got an email talking about this new venture capital competition. This was in 19. I said, wow. And they said, you have to take one of their courses. So I signed up for business law, uh, the first one, and did that course at the same time when I was trying to write a business plan for the venture capital competition. It was when they were taking a full-size business plan. So anyway, so I worked on that, and then when uh, it got to the point where I started talking with the judges, and uh, they were quite direct and poignant in their questioning. And what it, the questions ended up doing, they asked me to find some info for the questions they asked me. When I did it, I found out that the business wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been solvent. I couldn't have made it. So you got some good feedback from participating in this in earlier years. Exactly. One of the judges, we talked about that. They mentioned, well, how about uh, narrowing your focus on your products? Uh, have less uh, product out there, less inventory. And you narrow it down, I realized that I didn't have the skill set or the infrastructure set up to handle that type of business. So after I did all that, I said, I talked to Colleen. I said, Colleen, I have to withdraw my application for this contest. So I did. And then the next year, 2020 came along. I took the advice of the judges, modified my business development that I was doing for my little business here. And the next thing you know, I focused, got smaller products, and bam, it took off like a rocket ship. And what are you going to use the winnings on? Go, go to the casino. No. <laughs> I always wanted to say, I just wanted to say that. I thought my wife's going to kill me. No, I'm going to use it to buy inventory because, as we mentioned before, this is going to take my business to the next level. And I mean by that was because in 2020, what I was doing, I have a, a line of credit and a company visa, and I would maximize that out at the beginning of every year get my inventory. And as I sold the inventory, I would pay that off and then put it back on the credit card. And this will give me a fresh start. So I was able at the end of this year, was able to have money to the side, set aside at the end of the year where I wasn't having to use the credit card, line of credit. And then the money from the venture capital, I'll put with that 
and I'm planning on using a third-party uh, distributor to help me fulfill my orders because it's just me and my wife, and I'm working out of my house, and uh, I can send the inventory over to this third party. They'll house it, pick it, pack, and ship it to my customers for me, and that's how you scale this business that I have right now because even though I'm doing well, someone has to take a great leap of trust and know that, hey, I'll buy this business off of Bruno, but Where's the inventory? Oh, he's got to purchase it, you know, and as it goes along. Well, this way I can say, here's my inventory. It's in this location. I've got $20,000, $30,000 worth of inventory at a third-party location. So somebody can verify that it actually exists, that scales the business up, and then eventually it could be sellable. And I'd like to be able to do that eventually. I mean, a couple of years go down the road and I get this to a point, it will be not only scalable, it would be sellable. And I would like to sell it and start another venture. I gather this business grew out of your personal love of fishing? Actually, no. <laughs> Believe it or not, it was, I love fishing. It is my personal love. I, I've done it, you know, my mother used to use a, the Detroit River as a babysitter. And I'd sit me down at the bank of the river and then, so I would, and I'd sit there all day fishing. But I mean, it started with the, the Michigan Commission for the Blind. Uh, they came to me and they said, look, uh, we want to see about, you going back to work because I had been working as an accountant. And after 2001, I stopped working as an accountant and I did consulting work on the side and kept busy that way. And I sold online. I was selling on eBay, you know, just as a hobby. And uh, the commission for the blind, they got a hold of me and said, look, you're too valuable to be sitting around not doing anything and you're too young. We need you to get back out in the workforce. So I said, well, how about starting your own business? And they had me do this to see if it would be a viable opportunity for us that are blind to make a living as an online retail business owner. I thought it could. I know it can. So that's what they said. Okay, let's see you start one. And I wrote a plan for the commission. And they helped me get a little start. And after that, I took off. That was uh, 2013 to 2014. And it was primarily just on eBay. And finally got on Amazon and that's where it went. Well, congratulations and good luck with your business. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, and hopefully this money that I'm getting from this venture capital competition, it's going to be the fuel that I need to launch this rocket to the next level. Jennifer, I understand your business grew out of a need that you have that you knew that other people shared. Can you describe what your business is? Yes, um, my business started with launching a pair of blonde eyelashes because um, I have albinism, which causes lack of pigment in my skin, hair, and eyes. So my lashes are naturally blonde, and I have a um, network of friends who have albinism. I have been in the beauty business for the last 10 years as like a makeup artist and working with brands um, in stores doing demonstrations and makeup for customers and things like that. Um, but I noticed that there were no brands that have a blonde eyelash that like looks natural on someone like me. So um, my friends had asked for a blonde eyelash and I decided to look for that and um, also to design my own packaging. I'm a visual artist and I draw my logos and my um, packaging designs and basically put together a product that I launched um, just from that and for my friends. It was, it was just for my friends, but 
when I, when I shared it online, it went viral. And um, I found that there were more people who didn't have albinism who were interested in that lash as well for their blonde hair or red hair. So I expanded it to be um, lashes in all shades of colors for all people. So, What prompted you to enter the new venture competition? What were you looking to get out of the program? Well, because I sort of got thrown into having a business, I, um, I had been studying courses at Hadley before I started my business, but I felt that it could really help me with like learning some things to help grow my business or to make it more just a, a real business because I kind of, I've been learning as I go because I, I didn't start it like as wanting to have a business. It's just now I have a business because I had like a lot of different press about my lashes. So people are expecting there to be a business and I'm just trying to make it something that'll stay around for a long time. Have you expanded to other beauty products for people with albinism? Yes. Um, so my friends who have albinism had asked about mascara that matches their lashes, um, hair products, and um, just general makeup products in colors that are not usually available. So you mentioned that you're a makeup artist, but you also mentioned that you have a significant visual impairment. Do you need special tools to help you do that work? So I do use a lot of magnifiers for reading and um when I'm creating my own content, like my own videos, I need to use a large screen monitor and to zoom into my own makeup when I'm working on myself. Um, but when I'm working on other people, I can generally get close enough that I can see what I'm doing on them. But yeah, most of the time it's, I don't see very fine details or very far. So a lot of it is just the smaller details I have difficulty seeing. Jennifer, how do you expect that you'll be using the prize money from the new venture competition to help your business? For the most part, I have planned to use the money for purchasing inventory. Um, I started the business completely with my own funds. And um, this is like really helping me to be able to purchase my inventory. And also with marketing and equipment, I needed a new computer. And I also had got a new, a new camera for taking professional photos of my products and models that were my products. That's great. So it sounds like this should really be helpful to fostering your business in the future. Yes. If people want to learn more about the new venture competition, how would they do that? Well, for the foreseeable future, um, we will not be able to offer the new venture competition because we're reestablishing the program at the Chicago Lighthouse and we're investing in technology infrastructure to set the program up online uh, more as a formal workshop instructional process. So we will not be able to offer it this year, but if we do offer it in the future, which I hope to be able to do, you will hear about it if you sign up with us at the website and you fill out the contact form we will reach out to you and we'll reach out to anyone who's on our mailing list to let them know that the competition is open and available. And as soon as you get your new programs more defined over at the Chicago Lighthouse, we hope you'll join us to talk about the new Foresight Center. Oh, I would really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you about the the new Foresight Entrepreneurial Center. 
You are listening to Eyes on Success. 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 Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about the New Venture Competition and the Forsyth Entrepreneurial Center, and how to contact its director, Colleen Wunderlich, as well as either or both of last year's winners, Bruno Devanzo and Jennifer Rhodes. Well, Colleen, if people want to reach you or learn more about the Forsyth Center, how can they do that? Okay, uh, they can visit chicagolighthouse.org slash F-E-C. That stands for Foresight Entrepreneurial Center. And we have a contact form that you can fill out. You'll find our workshop offerings uh, under the workshop link there for free that you can study. And uh, we have our instructors who are also available to help you. So again, it's chicagolighthouse.org slash F-E-C. And just because you're in Chicago doesn't mean your students need to be in Chicago. This is all distance learning, right? That's correct. It's still an online virtual center, so they can study with us from anywhere in the world. Well, Bruno, remind our listeners again what your business is and where they can find it. Okay, my business is Bronco Fishing Tackle, and you can find me on Amazon. If you want, it's easy. Just Google Bronco Fishing Tackle Amazon and hit enter and it'll take you, I'll be probably the first five results that come up on Google and it'll take you right to uh, the products that I sell on Amazon. Uh, you can reach me at that the easiest way to find my products. I'm not really sure how you search on Amazon for a specific seller, but that's what I would recommend. Um, or you can reach me by email at my name, B Bruno Davanzo, D-A-V-A-N-Z-O at wideopenwest.com. And my phone number, or you can call me, 313-565-1074. And again, you're selling products associated with fishing. Correct. Sport fishing, not commercial fishing. And again, remind our listeners what they can buy from your company? They can buy uh, soft plastic worm, bass worms, that are with uh, hooks already inside them, pre-hooked. They could buy uh, little minnows. They're called Gulp Alive Minnows. They look and taste and act like real little fish. Uh, they could also buy, uh, they call them spinner baits, which are uh, little mini king spinner baits for fishing for bass or pike or bluegill and crappie. For all the species and freshwater species, you can find uh, products that you want to catch those. You can find them on Bronco Fishing Tackle at Amazon. Jennifer, tell our listeners where they can find your business and how they can contact you if they had questions. Um, my business is called Ivory Beauty, and I have a website, which is I-V-O-R-E-E beauty.com. And my social media is also the same at Ivory Beauty. Um, they can contact me with email or direct messages. What's your email address? I-V-O-R-E-E-B-E-A-U-T-Y at gmail.com. And remind us of the products that they can find at that website again. Um, I have lashes available in blonde, white, auburn, and black. There's lip gloss, lipsticks, and hair products currently, and brow pencils. Well, good luck with the business. Thank you so much. And as usual, you can find all of that contact information in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. 
That's it for show number 2241. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about remote jazz piano instruction. Have you always wanted to play the piano but just never got around to it or couldn't arrange the logistics? If so, then Mark Miller, who does business as the piano webman, has the answer for you. We'll talk with Mark about how his remote piano lessons work for both sighted and visually impaired students alike. For any of you budding musicians out there, we hope you'll join us next week for that episode. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.